SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's um, start maybe then by speaking to Mr. Ian Banner from E-Movement. They won the bid to, uh, they were the successful bidder rather, to host the Formula E event in Cape Town early next year. We've had them on the show here a few times here, but there is another group now that's not happy with how this process was handled. Um, Ian, good evening from us. Thank you for talking to us on SAFM. A very good evening to you, Tobisa. Just to say, I can hardly hear you, but uh, I'm listening carefully. Okay, let's try this. Um, Ian, you have come out to refute the allegations that have been made about the about the awarding of the bid to to your company or to E Movement. What are you not happy with? Um, it's extraordinary. We've spent uh, thirty three years working to secure this opportunity for South Africa, and it's a big opportunity which we're excited about. But I think most importantly, there seems to be a very real misunderstanding about the process. And process, obviously, is what's in question. Mm. Um, The party, and I haven't met them, but on the other line, I believe it's Esther Henderson representing the group CTGPSA. Um, I've seen through various articles printed in the Cape Times that there is this misconception that the city of Cape Town is in control of the bidding process and that they have been cut out of a bid and it's unfair. It's entirely at the discretion of the global rights holder. And in this instance, for Formula E, the uh, Formula E City's development director responsible for new cities is a gentleman called Ollie McCrudden. And he's happy to share media statements which goes as follows. E-Movement was successfully appointed as promoter following a fair and robust process. Formula E and GPSA did not enter into formal discussions and no bid was ever submitted by GPSA. So that's the formal body that owns the rights. Obviously, the city needs to be in support because you race on the city roads and you require city services and we work closely with the city and all its relevant departments over the last several years to secure this opportunity. So they claim, Ian, that their intellectual property could have been used for your bid. How do you respond to that? It's very simple. I have a chronological order Nadelson is our civil engineering consultant, the engineering firm, and Jerry Muscroft is the international designer, track designer, appointed by both Formula E and in coordination with Federation International Automobile, which is the global rights body. Um, between Nadelson and Jerry, a route was selected, and in fact, there were three possibilities that were under consideration. And finally, a route was selected that uses the only city roads really around the stadium. So my question is, firstly, if you look at what intellectual property means, firstly, the design must be unique. Secondly, you must own it. And thirdly, you must register it and have copyright over it through a formal submission to the copyright authorities, the intellectual property authorities. So I'm really at a loss to understand how city roads can be used uh, as 
intellectual property of a third party that has no agreement with the city. And secondly, there's a magnificent picture published by GPSA showing the stadium being used for the circuit, which is a brilliant idea. And if that's the IP, I have two questions. The one is, the city, the stadium belongs to the city. What agreement do they have with the city to use the stadium? And secondly, we too considered using the internals of the stadium, but the entry points are 5.35 meters wide, and the minimum width that you require for a Formula E race, never mind Formula One, but for a Formula E race is eight meters wide. So you would have to reconstruct the stadium, which is certainly not something we could afford to do. So I'm intrigued to know what intellectual property is being referred to. So did you submit a track design when you made a bid or do you have a track design for the event that you've been awarded? Not only did we have a track design, it was based on the design done by the consultants brought to Cape Town some 15 months ago by Formula E as part of our entire feasibility. Jerry Muscroft. Study, number one. Mm. Number two, the entire track was costed by Madelson. Civil engineering costings were done over the past 15 months over both possible track designs. And finally, with the support of the city civil engineering uh, division, a, a, a decision was made as to which design worked best. Costs were put together. And as we know from the media, ultimately, the, uh, the maker followed by the council voted in favor of the precinct upgrade. I want to talk about that separately, but that's the process that was followed. So the suggestion that we hadn't even submitted documentation when the bid was granted is a fallacy. It's fabrication and it has no stand. The other allegation being made before we hear from the other party is that you are not BEE compliant or you are not BEE compliant at the time of the bidding. Is that correct? Complete nonsense. Firstly, I mean, just to be clear, we certainly always intended being South Africans to be BEE compliant. It's entirely the right thing. And Sapiwa Nodwella was to have also been on this call. He's our empowerment partner, but they've paid their way. They're wonderful guys. They're adding huge value, and they own 26% of our company. So I don't think we should get caught up in this question of BEE because it's critical. It's fundamental to our future, and we have covered that base completely. When we start a pro- when you start a process like this to but, do so, yes. it's iterative. You don't have everything organized at the beginning. So when we started, we were a few individuals, and it's fascinating that we now refer to as big business. We are a bunch of entrepreneurs who've done things in the sporting industry and proven our credential, if I may say, to put on global events. That's what my partners and I have done over the last 30 years. Mm. So, you know, to now be told that we're not BE compliant, I mean, we can see where we'll deal with those facts and have some very strong answers to provide. But you say, Ian, you intended to be BE compliant. Um, intended sounds like you're talking about the future. Were you compliant when you made this bid or were you compliant after? Yes, you because were... the bid, yes, the bid was, we signed the contract finally with Trident, the company that we contracted with, on the 29th of January. The bid was granted 
by fear in July. So we most certainly not only were, but are compliant. Okay, we're going to have to hear from the other party, but thanks for giving us your side of the story, Ian. Just for the sake of time, we just need to move on and hear from the group that's not happy with this. This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. And we've got on the line from CTGPSA, Esther Henderson, and they're not happy with the bid being awarded to E-Movement. Esther, what are you not happy about? And thanks for joining us. Hi, Tabiso, and hello, listeners. Thank you so much for having us. We are very um, disconcerted regarding the process that was followed, Tabiso. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are very specific criteria when it comes to unsolicited bids. And it is very clear that the process, the proper process, was not followed. Yesterday, we submitted a formal letter to the City of Cape Town to answer a few questions that we have. Uh, we've given them seven days, so we hope to hear back by next week and mostly surrounding the process that we feel was really not um, adequately followed within the context of an unsolicited bid. So are you pointing fingers at the city or at, at a movement who've been awarded the bid? At this point, our primary focus is on the city of Cape Town. At the end of the day, they are the ones who facilitate and auto um, in, ensure that proper and due process is followed. And we feel that clarity, um, there was no uh, proper process with unsolicited bids. There was no public announcement that was made. And so, yes, we feel that the city did not follow due process, Tabiso. And so our primary focus is on the city. Yes, e-movement is there. there. We do have our concerns around our IP, our intellectual property, which we trademarked in 2005 already. Yes, it's understandable that you cannot trademark public roads, but you can um, you can copyright and trademark a concept which we did in 2005. And in 2011, we put it out to the public. That is when we officially launched our circuit. And we also had Herman Tilke, um, international circuit designers of F1, come and meet with us in Cape Town, the designers and consultants. And we've also had our own engineer, Stuart Scott International, now called Royal Haskonen. And so we've been through that entire process. So yes, our focus is definitely on the city of Cape Town because we are questioning, we're calling into question the process that we can see evident was not followed. And the fact that the design uh, could have, that, that was used in this bid uh, is you, the design that you had submitted for your previous bids to host a Grand Prix. Absolutely, Tabiso. And, you know, we started formulating our Formula E bid in 2018 already. And we got um, endorsement in 2018 from uh, provincial government. And so, uh, and that was from the uh, Minister of Cultural Affairs and Sport, Minister Anru Marie. And she was very impressed with, uh, with what we're wanting to do with both Formula One and Formula E. At that stage, we had a memorandum, an, uh, memorandum of understanding with Formula E as well. We had U.S. interest in investment. And so we were well uh, on our way. And so it came as a very big surprise to us in 2019, June, when the city publicly uh, announced their support for the consortium and a feasibility study. Mm. And we left our concept in the hands of the city. We've engaged the city. 
since 2007. We started our, our formal stakeholder engagement in 2005 mm. with provincial government and, and formally with the city in 2007. And so you can see for, for many years this has been dragging on. We've been sent from pillar to post. And so we are asking the city, we, we recognize a lot of the terminology from our concept that is even being used in the media by um, uh, e-movement in their media statements. And, mm. and, and just looking at the initial track that was put out there when they launched it in, in July, we recognized it immediately. And so, yes, those are the two issues, and we are seeking legal at the and, and just quickly, Esther, because that. of time, I just spoke to Ian now, he's adamant that they are BE compliant, but you don't agree with this. And this seems like an emotional aspect for you. I don't agree with that at all. Firstly, um, they are not BEE compliant. When they registered e-movement the first time, they, there was no BEE um I went on to CIPC because it's public knowledge. You you can find um, e-movements registration number it's online, and and I went on to CIPC personally to go and investigate myself. And on both times when e-movement registered with CIPC, they were not BEE registered. There was not a single BEE director there, and still not. And so I I, I have the evidence. You know, from CIPC, it's public knowledge. Yeah, okay, Esther, this is a lot. Um, we didn't give you enough time, but I think we're going to have to continue this conversation as soon as we find more time. But uh, uh, thank you for joining us here and just giving us your side of the story. We just wanted to bring both parties on and understand what is happening here, and then we can take the story forward. So I'm sure we'll be in touch and we'll have more on this. Hopefully the city can join us. Yes, thank you, Tabi. So appreciate that. Okay, thank you. And thank you to Ian also. I know, Ian, you wanted to share a message uh, that you had with us, but let's maybe we'll continue the conversation next week. We're just out of time at the moment. We just wanted to lay the groundwork and understand what's going on. And I think we've got a picture here, so we will take the story forward. Um, apologies to news. It is one minute past eight. We have to go to news. And what day is it today? Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. Koketo is uh, here today.